What do you believe is the fate of the world we live in? Is it irredeemable, headed for hell and destined to burn? Or do you think that behind all the distracting noise and din in the news and social media, that God can and is moving to advance his kingdom on the earth? What do you think? Is this diseased world going to die or is it going to be healed and made healthy? Now, I ask because what you believe determines how you act, react, and respond to everything. And those actions determine whether you function as an agent of God or as a tool of the enemy. And you know what? There's no middle ground. I'm Xavier Lamont, and on this episode of The Ecclesian, we're going, to cha- we're going to challenge what some people think is happening in our world, and maybe even slaughter a sacred cow or two. Stay tuned. I was raised in a religion that was, well, is, obsessed with the end times. Deep focus on the books of Daniel and Revelation in the Bible, intense studies on the how and the when of the last days, which, I must say, struck me as curious even as a child, since Jesus said in Matthew 24 that no one knows, not even the angels in heaven, nor the Son, but only the Father knows the day or the hour as to the end of the age. So I obviously had a different perspective than most people at church. Now, as a quick aside, let me share something that's very important with you. The Word of God is only ever fully unlocked through the revelation and guidance of the Holy Spirit. And I'll go more into this in a future episode, but understanding this is a cornerstone of a deeply personal relationship with the Lord. How you view circumstances, how you view the world at large, society in general, people in specific, how you perceive God depends directly on your personal relationship with him, or or lack thereof, because it's the difference between seeing and assessing things in the natural and discerning all things under the guidance and the direction of the Holy Spirit. And this is one of the reasons why cultivating intimacy with God is so very important and why I stress it so much. You know, yes, our world is in turmoil, but God is actively moving upon the earth today And as I mentioned in episode one, he is raising up an ecclesia of our time that are advancing the kingdom of heaven and that the gates of hell will not conquer or overcome. This world will heal. Now, for many, I know that this sounds like a pipe dream or an impossibility. And in the natural, it's simply inconceivable that the population will suddenly find God and the masses start flocking to churches. And that's not what it's about anyway. In the spiritual realm, what God is doing is much more subtle, effective, and life-changing. Unexpectedly for some, what God is doing now isn't being directed through the hierarchies of churches or the religious institutions as we know them. It's happening through personal revelation, direct from the Holy Spirit, birthed directly in the hearts of individuals. The ecclesia of today are people from all walks of life. But what they have in common is a real and a direct relationship with the Lord, a commitment to be led by the Holy Spirit, and a passion to advance the kingdom of heaven. Now, not everyone will accept this. Some traditional religious communities and and people, they're going to choose to ignore and deny what's happening. But even the world is going to take notice of what's going on sooner than you might think. But the question, of course, is how? 
Well, if we jump to the end of the story, and the outcome of these things has already been written, Revelation 12 tells us that our accuser, the enemy, Satan, the, the, the devil, whatever name you want to give him, that he was triumphed over by the saints. Well, he was triumphed over by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. Their testimony being the ecclesia. The blood of the Lamb that Christ shed on the cross did more than just save your life. It redeemed and restored your God-given identity, which gives you power and authority over the enemy. And as you cultivate a deeper, more personal relationship with the Lord, the Holy Spirit transforms you and your real identity begins, begins to take hold. You become aware of what God has done and is doing for you, both physically and spiritually, and that becomes a powerful testimony and a weapon against the enemy. The word of your testimony is empowered by the blood of the Lamb, and it cannot do other than make an impact in the world around you. Someone in your circle, someone within your sphere of influence, is being primed and will be spiritually affected by what God has done and is doing for you. Someone is waiting to hear your testimony. Now, this is not about preaching to the masses, you know, from the pulpit or on the street corner. This is about embracing the transformation that the Holy Spirit is working in you, stepping into your true God-given identity, and wielding the power and authority you have been given against the enemy. The ecclesia aren't satisfied to merely walk in the shadow of the Almighty, although we're happy to be able to do that. But we rejoice in the reality that the Father and the Son abide within us. So what does this mean for the world? It means that our God is a God of personal relationships. We are people of relationships, and the advance of the kingdom of heaven is being made through personal relationships. One-on-one, -on -one, person to person, spirit to spirit, Holy Spirit to human spirit. Think of it like this. As you dive deeper into intimacy with God, the Holy Spirit transforms you. Now, that usually doesn't happen all at once. He works on you piece by piece, part by part, section by section. And fortunately for us, he's very patient about it. But as you get to know the Lord more and more each day, as the Father Jesus came to reveal, and as the Spirit of truth, you grow in spiritual maturity. And you, in the natural course of living, are going to encounter people hungry for the light that now permeates your life. Let's not say people, that's too broad. Let's just say two, two people. Over the next year, you, are going to be a light on a hill to two people within your sphere of influence who desire to have the type of relationship with the Lord in their lives as you have cultivated in yours. And you will speak into their lives through your testimony, empowered by the blood of the Lamb, and they will be convicted to pursue intimacy with God. And as they do that, they will be transformed through the abiding presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. And then the word of their testimonies will be empowered by the blood of the Lamb as well. And the year after that, you'll be a light to just two more people, and so will each of the first two. They will speak into the lives of others in their sphere of influence, just as you've spoken to yours. In the third year, the nine of you all together will impact 18 more lives 
as the kingdom advances and blunts the offensive capability of the enemy within each of your respective circles, person by person, one at a time. The year following that, there would be 27 lights on a hill spreading the influence of the Spirit to 54 more. And in this example, by the end of the fifth year, there would be 243 with testimonies empowered by the blood. And as the cycle continued, there would be almost 40,000 by the end of, the, of a decade. And that was just from you sharing to two. Now, of course, these numbers are just theoretical. This is just a mathematical construct, okay? They're, they're, they're not important. The numbers of individuals affected by such testimonies, you know, from one person might be two, or it could be three or five or 10 or more, or maybe just one. The point is, the advancement of the kingdom is about testimony, not preaching or teaching, not convincing or coercing, not doctrine or theology, for the Bible is very clear about the role of the Holy Spirit in dealing with these things. 1 John 2 tells us that, as for you, the anointing which you received from him abides in you, and you have no need for anyone to teach you. But as his anointing teaches you about all things, and is true and is not a lie, just as it has taught you, you abide in him. What we are talking about is relationship, testimony, and the power of the blood. This is how the world will be won for the kingdom. How the hordes of hell will be put down under the feet of Jesus. This is what Paul tells us when that Jesus is waiting for on the throne at his father's right hand. But our high priest offered himself to God as a single sacrifice for sins, good for all time. Then he sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. There he waits until his enemies are humbled and made a footstool under his feet. For by that one offering, he forever made perfect those who are being made holy. Hebrews 10 verses 12 through 14. You and I and the ecclesia are those who are being made holy. The Lord is raising us up to do this work, and we are empowered in the Spirit to exercise the authority given by Christ to nullify and invalidate by Christ's blood, by His cleansing blood, the rights to rule the world that Satan acquired when Adam fell. We're talking about something radically different than what most of us have come to know as the church. And where the church stumbled, the ecclesia are rising up. They, we, are kingdom-focused individuals not satisfied to live passive lives or believe that this work is for someone else to do. It's a determination born out of responding first and foremost to God's call to intimacy. So the question is, how will you respond to his call? My prayer for you today is that as the Spirit of the Lord moves upon our societies, that you embrace and commit to cultivating an intimate relationship with Him. That in doing so, you become the salt of the earth and the light of the world, a conduit of heaven's blessings to the world around you. And lastly, that you develop a passion for thwarting the enemy and advancing the kingdom of heaven here on earth, and that that passion burn brightly in your heart. And I hope that you pray the same thing for yourselves. 
Thanks for watching.